Welcome to today's podcast. My name is John Pride, and I trust you will be blessed by what you hear. May God impart His knowledge, reveal His understanding, and give you His wisdom as you live the wisdom of God. All right, let's look at Deuteronomy 8, if you would, please. Verse 18. I'm reading out the King James Version here. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is He that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant which he swore unto thy fathers as it is this day. Let me back up. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he, God, that gives you the power. Now the word power here in the Hebrew is ability. So you have the ability to get wealth. Now the word ability is force, might, strength, means, capacity. You see that? They're all active, active. You have the power or the ability. That's why they use the word power here. It's word, word ability, but you have the, the force or the might to obtain wealth, to get wealth. And notice the word get here in the Hebrew means to do or to make. To do or to make. In other words, requires action on your part to go do and to make wealth. This uh, means also to be busy, to be industrious, labor, perform, or provide. See, all of those are action words on your part. Something is required of you. You have to go get the wealth. Many of us in the body of Christ thinks that we are to sit and pray and wait on God to bring it to us and drop it in our lap. We think we're being spiritual, and it's a, it's, it's, it's a, a common way of thinking, but it says here specifically that he's given you the power or the ability to go get the wealth. So that's what we must do to be able to obtain it, that there's a reason why he's given you the power or the ability to get wealth. And he may, God may, establish or to accomplish, in the Hebrew, his covenant which he swore unto the fathers. Now, what covenant are we talking about? It's the covenant he made with Abraham. And that is he's going to bless his people and his descendants. And it's not just Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It doesn't stop there. It continues on to you. All of us are included in that. And that's the purpose or the reason why he's given you the ability to go get the wealth is so because he's made a promise. A covenant is a promise. And he's made a promise that he's going to get the blessings to Abraham and all of his descendants, including you. In order to do that, You've got to go get the wealth for him to accomplish what he's set and what he's promised to do. So he really needs us to prosper. He really needs us to prosper to fulfill his promise. That's why he's giving you the Holy Spirit as the helper. That's why he's giving you the ability to get wealth. But see, we must go do it ourselves. As we go do, he will help. But see, until we go do, he hasn't nothing to work with. See, we're not, a, we're not fulfilling our end of the bargain or our end of the partnership and I call it a partnership because we have a big part to play in, in, in walking in... When I say walking in prosperity, I mean that. And as you walk, you take one step after another, don't you? It's a continuous process, one right after another, a repeat process. And that's what it takes in your life to be prosperous because you accumulate wealth. 
one blessing is added to the previous blessings and so on and so forth. As you do, you become wealthy. Just like it talked about Abraham was extremely wealthy. Well, how do you think he became extremely wealthy? He wasn't just overnight made extremely wealthy. It's because of his obedience to God's instruction. And that's what I'm saying today. Relate those, uh, I don't call them uh, Old Testament stories. I call them examples because that's what they are for you. You use those examples to apply in your life and because God doesn't change. The same thing he did for Abraham, he'll do for you. And he honors obedience. He really does. And let's look at uh, 3 John 1, 2. It says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Now, the word wish is to pray to God, to pray to God. So, beloved, I, I pray to God above all things that you may Prosper. Now, the word prosper in the Hebrew is to succeed in business affairs. Specifically that. To succeed in business affairs and be in health, that is to be well in your body or to be healthy, even as your soul. Now, it's not just limited to your soul. The Hebrew means your life, your spirit, your mind, and your soul prospers. And that is mean to have a prosperous journey in life. So you can actually say this verse this way. To you that are greatly loved, I pray to God above all things that you may be successful in business affairs and for your body to be healthy even as your life, spirit, mind, and soul has a prosperous journey in life. Let's look at Deuteronomy 11.31. 11.31 Deuteronomy. It says, For you shall pass over Jordan. Now this is God talking to the Israelites. And, and uh, pass over Jordan to go in to possess the land which the Lord your God giveth you, and you shall possess it and dwell therein. Now, this is a command from God himself, an instruction or command. And I'm relating it to you today. You get instruction from the Holy Spirit that lives right on the inside of you. So I'm not just talking about what happened to them. I want you to always think about what happened to them can happen to me through the Holy Spirit. You can get the same instruction from God through the Holy Spirit as they got directly from God at that time. And for you shall, for he says, you shall pass over the Jordan. So first of all, they have to pass over the river themselves to go in. So then they've got to go into the land to possess the land. So the word possess here is to occupy, to seize. That requires effort to inherit, to take possession they themselves are going to do the taking of the possession to the land which the Lord your God giveth you. Now, the word giveth is to distribute, to pay, to render, to restore, to bestow upon. Now, let's do not get this confused that when he says that the Lord God gives you, okay, they didn't go over and sit down on the bank of the river and say, okay, we're here, Lord, giveth, giveth the... And now, it's what, he, what it means here is, is, is when the, the Lord provided it, made it available to them, made a, a way for them to obtain it. But they had to go do the possessing. They had to cross the river. And as they obeyed the instruction of the Lord, then the blessing or the power of God was released. See, and then he helped them, helped their efforts to accomplish what he says that you will do if you'll move yourself. If you mobilize yourself and do your part, I will be there to support you, help you, and you will accomplish it, and you will dwell therein, you and your, your 
uh, kinfolk after that. For you shall pass over Jordan to go in to take possession of the land to give there, uh, live there, which uh, land that the Lord your God gives, distributes, and renders to you, and you shall take possession of it and abide and live therein. Let's look at Proverbs 3, 6 real quick. Proverbs 3, 6. And it says, In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Very commonly read verse. In all your ways. Now, this the ways here is a manner of acting or doing or a method of doing things. Doing, doing things or everything you say and do, in other words. In all your ways or in everything you say and do, acknowledge. Now, the word acknowledge here is to recognize or to have respect for him, God. Always give him the credit. Always give him the praise. Never say it's because of me. Always recognize him. Acknowledge him in all things. And he shall, he being God, shall. It's not a choice. It's a definite. He shall direct your paths. The word direct here is to make prosperous your paths, to make prosperous. He's going to make prosperous. He's going to cause something to make it prosperous. And your paths being the way you go or the path you take, or other words, in everything you do, everything you set your hand to do, he's going to make it prosperous. Remember, there's a prerequisite for that to occur. We must do what we is required of us, and that is to recognize him. That's simple. That's easy for us to do. It's just a mindset. And that's what I've always done in, in my life. Every time there's a blessing, I just say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Even if it's under your breath, but if you can get a separate and say out loud, say, thank you, Lord. Just recognize him, praise him for everything he does, and he loves that. I want, I've learned to, to do what, God, uh, what pleases God and don't do what doesn't please him. And you do that, I tell you what, it, 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 and, and obedience is one of the things that pleases God. And that's why I stress that today because I've learned and studied in the Word how every time the act of obedience occurred on our part, great things happened. The power of God was released. Uh, look at Proverbs 16.3. It says, Commit your works unto the Lord, and your thoughts shall be established. Or this is, and it amplifies, is roll your works upon the Lord or commit and trust them entirely to him. Now, that's a command for us to do. Then he will cause, he will cause, God will cause your thoughts. Now, the word thoughts here is your plans or your intentions. Your plans or your intentions. He will cause your plans or intentions to become agreeable to his will and so shall your plans be established or made prosperous. Made prosperous. Prosperous or make provision and succeed. Succeed. So we must commit your business, possessions, occupation to the Lord. And your plans or intentions shall be made prosperous. You see, you see how it's a common thread through all these verses that if you do what you're supposed to do, what's required of you, God is ready, willing, and able to do what he is, is capable of doing and wanting to do. He's, and as we saw earlier, he needs to do that to establish his covenant. So he really is pulling for us to want to do what we're to do and to walk in the blessing, every one of us. Deuteronomy 28.8, it says, The Lord shall command the blessing upon you in your storehouses and in all that you do 
set your uh, all that you set your hand to do, and he shall bless you in the land which the Lord your God gives you. Now the word land here is the opportunity for you to earn revenue. That's their land back then. There was, they sowed crops and they would reap crops, and that would be their source of revenue that God gives you. Now, now there again, God's just not going to just heap it on in, in your lap. He gives you the opportunity to earn revenue, opportunities to earn revenue. And so the word command here, the Lord commands or to create the blessing. The Lord shall command the blessing. The blessing is prosperity in Hebrew. He's going to command prosperity upon you in your storehouses. Storehouses is... Uh, to heap together a, like a barn or a storehouse back then. Today, it's our bank accounts. It's your bank accounts. He's going to uh, command the prosperity into your bank accounts in all that you, all that you set your hand to do, all that you set your hand to do. There again, we must do something on our part, and then He shall bless. Now, this is abundantly blessing you because of His adoration or love for you. In the land or in the in the opportunity that he's giving you to earn revenue, and he's going to bless you in that area which the Lord your God gives you or provides or makes available to you, has blessed you with. Thank you for joining me today. I pray that wisdom will be in every decision you make, and that God's goodness and blessing will be released into your life.